Sorry, I just need to breathe for this episode. But while I do that, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all the sponsor for this podcast, Anchor. If you haven't used it, it is the best way to start a podcast for any people who are looking forward to it. Uh, simply download the app on Google, on Android or iOS, and then the Apple Play Store on the iPhone. What? And you can get started today making a podcast and telling people the things you want to tell them. It has amazing tools that you can get started. You can add music to your podcast. You can make money off your podcast. And you have all these incredible tools that Anchor will let you use to get you out on many platforms, including Apple Music, Spotify. It's a bunch. <laughs> but uh let's get started with uh today's episode. <sighs> Today is gonna be one of the hardest episodes. I am probably one of the longest I have ever recorded because a lot needs to be said today because today is a very It's going to deal with some very touchy subjects. Some people may get offended. Some people will not. I'm going to call out some people. I'm going to tell people the truth today. Today is all about love. And what I mean by that is... What is the true meaning of love? Now... For those of you... That have been to high school. All my adult listeners. You know that's high school. Or some. Time. During your school life. The school you're in is going to ask you. A life depending question. Like. What is the true meaning of love? What does it mean to you? It's going to ask you. What is the goal of life? It's going to ask you these mind-erasing questions. It's going to get you these brain-power-thinking questions that you're going to think of for as long as you're alive on here. And, uh, to be honest, uh, I'm just here to tell you what love means to me today. So let me start off by, well, first discovering what love was. Well, at least what the idea of love was, or what the word was. Uh, That that idea of love was given to me as... A child, I wasn't able to see it through my parents. Because it confused me, because my parents showed one definition. But then I'd watch TV, turn on a movie, watch the romantic sitcoms, 
rom-coms or just romantic movies and then get a totally new idea of what it was or at least what I hoped it to be and still hope it to be but now growing up uh, I now see that my definition of love it's going to be the most different from what other people think of love as. But let me tell you what some other people think. From what I've asked. According to. The population of men who are dicks. <laughs> love to them is just getting what they want. And I'm not necessarily saying all oh, men do that. You know, there are a few guys out there that genuinely want compassion and love. And they're going to be able to show feminine side. But let me start off with that. Can, can I get off topic real quick? And say it's a completely okay to show your feminine side, my guy listeners. Like... Don't be afraid to be all romantic. Don't be afraid to be what society calls a simp. It's totally fine to do so. But that image has been burned in most men's head that that's not okay. That men are supposed to be tough. Men are supposed to be here to reproduce and keep the population growing. Just wake up, be a man, find a suitable mate, have a kid, die. That's the male cycle. But what if men just took a side and really focused on how, just how negative that is? Just how negative to want that lifestyle is. Because it's truly negative. Because there are so many challenges in doing so. Now, being that I'm talking about men right now, don't think I'm not going to get to the subject of women. And how hard it is for them to. I'm not going to disclude one group and not talk about the other. I'm going to talk about as many groups as I can. But right now we're on the subject of just what the problem is to be a man in today's society. Or how mad I am that men aren't realizing this message. I get different types of men will fall into different sort of cliques. Country boy clicks, socially awkward clicks, emo clicks, LGBTQ. That's not a click, I'm just saying that, you know, men do fall into that. Some men that, are, you know, like other guys. I don't discriminate. Do they fall into that? But. They fall into these certain cliques 
and then those clicks give that one certain person or that man a certain type of lifestyle to live. Like country boys, it's trucks, fucking yeehaw, cowboy shit, cowboy boots, all that. It's. I could speak my mouth and drink beer, do this, do that. And while that may sound offensive to that group, I don't try to be. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm not saying nothing's wrong with any of these cliques. I, for one, have a clique myself. I'm an emo. And I support all emos. That. But. I'm just saying that a clique shouldn't defy a person. But in today's society, it really does. Because the most thing I've seen is throughout my school, throughout all the years I've been in school, the people that have pulled the prettiest girls who care about themselves, who are there to get the cute guy. The cute guy has always been the asshole. Now, I'm not saying all popular men are assholes. I'm just saying that they're not a lot of nice ones. <laughs> yes, most, most of them are assholes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Most of them are assholes. And other kids that are in these different cliques or are supposedly lower on this tree start to hang out with these types of kids and start to incorporate the asshole lifestyle. And it's wrong. Because once they start incorporating that asshole lifestyle... It becomes a big problem. Because then... They start... Wanting to... Hoe around... Date other girls... Only for the... To get one thing out of them. And just hurting so many people... All for the one... Intention. Sex. Now... While I say all this, I need you guys to know, I'm not a sexually active person. I, in fact, hate the idea of sex. Now, do I believe that, does that mean, or does that mean will I ever have it? Yes, one day. But my goal is to find a suitable partner that's not there just for that. Even though that seems to be the hum human race's number one goal. Like, my one thing is finding someone who is not just there for that. Who is there for me as myself. 
who doesn't see me for my clique, who doesn't see me of how I act in school, but someone who genuinely wants to know me. And what I mean by that is somebody that wants to know me and still likes me for me. Even like somebody who is going to know all of what I do, whether that be podcasts, whether they're going to know all the mental problems I have, they're going to know all these problems and still want to be there. Now, that brings up the fact that people may say, well, there are people that still want to do that. And yes, that's halfway true. If you tell somebody all the mental problems, of course they're going to want to help out. But then that becomes their main goal, is to help out and fix those mental problems. What I mean is I want somebody who knows that they might not be able to fix this and still be okay with it and still be okay with me. I just, I want somebody that just wants to know the real me, and is okay with the real me. You know, I want to find somebody that's not going to leave. Is what I'm really trying to get at. But the topic of today is. That's not going to really happen. While. People can say. Hey I'm never going to leave you. If you get into a relationship. Of course that's what people are going to say. You know. Things are just starting out. We've just moved into the next step of our lives. Of course I don't want to leave you right now. We just started this. Let's give it a try. But you give it a little while and the truth is people can find other people to be boring. And so most of the time somebody will go and go find somebody more interesting. Somebody more interesting is going to come along and going to catch the person that you thought was going to stay. I and I'm not gonna go right out that door. And you're just gonna have to watch them leave and slam it in your face. And that's the hard truth. But then again, I told y'all I'm gonna tell the truth today. I know people don't want to hear that, but that's what needs to be said. But I've had enough talk about men, but. I need to really talk about women today and like the LGBTQs too. From what I've seen, most of the members of 
that are my friends of the LGBTQ community, I ask them. I don't even have to ask them. When they come out and tell me, and if I like go up to them and I don't know something that they're LGBTQ, and I find out, I'm usually greeted by, "Hi, I'm, well, I'm lesbian, because men did this," or, "I'm gay because women did this." That's always the same response I get once I find out somebody is gay or likes the same sex. It's because the other sex did something that emotionally scarred them. So they felt they couldn't trust that anymore. So they went to the one person that they can't trust. is people that understand them because they have the same body. They know what they're going through. And there is not a problem with that. But. I honestly. Like those are the people. I want to be able to hug. And tell them. I'm so sorry that. This demographic. Or this. S- sex did that to you or I'm so sorry you're lesbian because my type of people the same gender as me are fucking assholes or I'm so sorry you gay because women have hurt you but just know I completely support you and I'm always gonna be supportive because those are the people that have been hurt and there is nobody that knows how that, that has been hurt. And those hurt. Trust me, I know hurt. <sighs> Ooh, cheers are going to be shed today. There is nobody knows hurt more than me. And trust me, I know what it's like to be hurt. And when I say I want to give them hugs, it's because I want to reassure them and let them know that they don't stand alone. And I apologize for other people's actions because they're too fucking chicken shit to apologize themselves or change it. So I, all my LGBTQ members out there, just know that (laughs) I want to give you guys hugs, really, and I support you guys the most. You can hate me because I'm straight, but just know that even though I'm straight, I I I know what it's like to be hurt, guys. I know what it's like to be hurt. Now, going on the subject of that, going on the subject of that, um. What does that mean for me? Well, my mother's always told me it's best to just be single. And right now, while yes, I do like someone, 
I'm not going to be comfortable to move in right now. Because the truth is... My plan... To finding the right one... Involves... Not being in school. My plan is... And... To my crush out there, you're going to hear this. I'm going to have a crush on you. And you're never going to know it. I'm going to act... As normal as possible. And you may not even think... I might not exist. You may think I don't even exist, but... Whoever... You are. Just know that I'm not rushing in now. Because I don't want to be forced. And I don't want to lose you. I just... I don't want you to know the school life of me. Now, for those of you, yes, I do have a crush in school. I have a crush on somebody that I know, but I don't speak to a lot. And the problem with that is... That's messed up. How do I know I have a crush on them if I haven't speak to them a lot? The thing is... I have a crush on them. I don't need to get to know them. I have a crush on them without getting to know them. Because... I could take one look, good look at that person... And immediately smile. They can say anything. Not even remotely funny. I'll start laughing. I'll seem as normal as possible. To them. But deep down. My heart's going 90 to nothing. My stomach's filled with butterflies. My head's spinning. I'm getting woozy. Because I'm in love. Um, and in case y'all want to know who that person is. Uh, I'm going to honestly wait to tell them. And I want to wait to tell you guys. Because I don't want to seem like I'm forcing them. Being that they're a close friend. And they do the same thing. As me with these podcasts. I don't want to seem. Like you know. I'm calling them out. To make them feel pressure. So I'm not going to tell you guys. So. For those of you who are going to be curious. And who are going to want to know who. Not right now. I'm going to talk to her first. I'm going to let her know first. 
and I don't know if she's listening to this, but in case she is, um, I want to let her know that she's an amazing person. I support everything she does. Uh, I'm so proud of what she's doing today, any day, and she, you are an amazing person, and little old me has a crush on you, but you guys will never know who, I say never, but you guys won't know until she feels comfortable. Because the thing with me, with the relationships, is another thing. When I get into a relationship, people are usually scared. Scared that I'm only there for one thing. When I'm not. So, my thing is, people want me to be more masculine. But then get scared when I am. When the masculine thing is to be... To want the one thing. But I don't want to be masculine. But then people leave. Because I'm not that masculine. Because I don't want to hurt people. People leave because I'm not the Prince Charming. That they sought out to see. I'm not the cool guy. That they thought I was. Because they want the cool guy. Who's caring. But I'm not the cool guy. I will never be the cool guy. I've come to accept that as a human being. And that's totally fine. I know I'm never going to be cool. I know I'm never going to be something. But I do appreciate the small people. The few people that do take the time. The true people that do listen to the podcast. And do listen to what I got to say. Because those are the people that care. But, yeah. Um, going back to that, uh, I just can't be the cool guy that cares. Because that's not me. So when I get into a relationship... People are usually scared at first because they're scared that that's I'm only there for one thing. And I'm not. What I'm there for is to know you a step further than when I knew you when I first met you. And what I mean by that is when I get into a relationship, I'm not there to look for sex. I could give a fuck less about how your body looks. I could give a fuck less how you look. I'm there because you were there enough to make me feel comfortable. To trust in myself, to build the ability... To be able to ask you to go one step further to know you. 
When I ask you out, I'm asking you, really, can I just take one step further and know you one step further? I'm not there for nudes, sex, phone sex, moaning and calls, all that. I'm not there for that. I'm there to know you. I'm there to know the real you that people don't usually see. And that's when people, once I don't tell people that, because I can't. Before I am able to tell them that, they wind up leaving. Because it's... Like I said, I'm not the cool guy. And it hurts a little bit. It really does hurt. But then again, over my years of life, I've been hurt so many times. I've accepted pain. To where I can honestly look in the mirror. Take one good look at myself. And just fucking laugh. At how stupid. Shit is. And just how. Stupid I am. That it affects me. Like now I can just laugh in the mirror. While I go and laugh in the mirror, after I'm done doing that, I immediately go into my pillow and I start crying. Yes, I cry. It's okay to cry. Y'all literally just heard me not two minutes ago. It's okay to cry. And that's another thing when I'm looking for someone is I want them to know that it's okay to cry. When I get with someone, I'm getting with you to become your safe haven. Because you already became mine. Me getting with somebody is basically telling them I'm here to do the work to make you feel comfortable. Because you've already done an amazing, outstanding job of making me feel comfortable. I'm basically telling them it's my turn. Sit back. And allow me to comfort you and be there for you because you show me human kindness. And now I'm here to be your safe haven. But yeah. It's it's just really crazy. Uh that I might not be able to find that and one thing that really sticks to me and like the one sentence or quote is actually from a song that is over popular on TikTok it's uh Bruno Mars talking to the moon I'm not one that usually listens to pop I'm a hardcore heavy metal rock guy Cause that's what I connect with. But there's one song talking to the moon. 
one line that really sticks with me is the chorus. And I know that's not one line, that's a bunch of lines, but the chorus really sticks to me. Because it literally goes at night when I'm all locked up in my room. I sit by myself talking to the moon. Now for me as a person, those lyrics connect with me on a deep level than anybody thinks. Because when he says talking to the moon, I get flashbacks of the moon game me and my momo used to play when she was still here. And so that really triggers sadness in me because she's gone. And I remember that. When he says I'm talking to the moon. That. That. Those three words. Well, those. Talking. Those four words. Really make me cry because of that. And then when he says trying to get to you. Those really gets to me. Because. That's what I want to do too. I want to hopefully get a message out to somebody that's listening and hopefully talking back. I'm 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 wanting to look for the right person that's looking back, wanting to look for me back. And he says that in the next line. And hopes you're on the other side talking to me too. And that's so amazing. Because that's my main goal. Is finding someone who I might not even know yet. Might be right under my nose. Who's looking for me too. But then that next line comes over, am I a fool who sits alone talking to the moon? That really hits deep, because then that brings the controversy of maybe there is no one out there that's talking back. And to me, the possibility of that, for me myself, is much larger than I can ever imagine, and I'm okay with that. I've accepted my destiny, and if my destiny means me being alone, I'm okay with that. If destiny has someone out there for me, I'm gonna try to find them. I'm just saying I've accepted. So that's the big message of today. I did tell you guys that it was going to be a little bit longer because I did want to tell you the truth. And next episode, which will hopefully be next week. Yeah, it'll be next week. We're going to go off of this and we're going to continue this subject. And we're going to go more into depth to it. And we're going to talk a little bit more and we're going to add subjects in, of course. Keep this running. But I want you guys to have an amazing day. 
I hope you guys learned something. Make one person smile a day. Please. Kindness needs to be spread. And I will see you guys in the next thing. Uh, I'm probably going to go uh, text my crush and let her know everything. Oh. Or if I already haven't to already. If you think you're them, in other words, just text me on my socials. Instagram, dmoser838. Snapchat, dmoser838. TikTok, pointing card 24. Yeah, I had to plug that in. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, you guys have an amazing day. Um, spread kindness. Love one another. Talk to someone if you're feeling sad. And I hope you guys have the most blessed day ever. I'm Dakota Motors, and this is Matter of the Mind, Episode 3.